Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I'm very excited to be in person today with uh, Mike Rosado. I, I'm going to try to get through all of his titles because he has a lot of titles. He has um, owner and creative director at MRC Raleigh. He's owner of Bernie Wilds, host of the Pencil Pushers podcast and partner at The Kitchen Raleigh. Did I miss anything? Um, no, I mean, that's a pretty good start. That's a good start, I think. Yeah. yeah but, a bead of sweat coming down yeah. my forehead just hearing that, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I'm very excited to have him here with me and uh, I'm going to turn it over to him and let him introduce himself more. Yeah. So, yeah. So my name is Mike. Um, I am uh, somehow involved in all of those things. Uh, also a drummer and an illustrator, uh, graphic designer, yeah. and um, just a lover of life and people. Yeah. And that's why I'm happy to be here. I love doing what I do. I'm really excited about life and yeah. what it brings to me. And yeah, just a big lover of creative uh, lifestyle. So very cool. Yeah. And I think what's cool is about all the different things you're in. They're all creative spaces too, but in creative in their own different ways. Yeah. There don't is... ask me to count or <laughs> that's the, that's where my limits are. I know where my stress why I went full bore all chips yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, you know, marketing, I'm in social media and I always look back now and I'm like, why did I have to learn calculus? I'm like, what does calculus have to do with anything that I do today? So I don't understand why you got to be in a calculus unless you're in calculus, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Why? I, I think they were just like, they ran out of things yeah, to do, to, yeah, you know, to, to teach. teach. Yeah. Maybe, you know, ethics would have been, could yeah. have been a good filler. Could have been. You yeah. Know, how to love each other. I'm like, why do I have to get this for, they're like, oh, you'll need it. I'm like, I doubt, I doubt that, but we'll run, we'll run with it just in case we'll run with it. Um, I want to start with the pencil pushers podcast. You've had it for quite a few years now. Can you set the stage for the podcast? What is about, who do you talk to? Yeah, so the Pencil Pushers podcast I started, I think, in 20, oh God, I can't remember, 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely before the pandemic. I think I had about a solid year before, so maybe it was like, 20, I think it was 2019, let's just say. Yeah. And the, the podcast came out of a couple different things. Basically, what it is, is it's a, it's a love letter to the hand-drawn arts. Yeah. As I said, I'm an illustrator um, and graphic artist, and yeah. you know, my background is I wanted when I was in um, school, middle yeah. school, I started to fall in love with animation. That's what I wanted to get into. Um, so I just have a deep love of drawing in yep. general. Yep. And so, as I got into the graphic design world, I started going to conferences, and one of my favorites was a place called was a conference called Creative South, and I found it to be really beautiful because it was small. Yeah. But large enough that they were they were able to get some heavy hitters right. to speak at the um, event at the conference, and so one of the great things about it was that there were a lot of these heavy hitters that we all just adored, and yes. it was awesome to see them on stage. Yes. <clears throat> but it was very also cathartic because many times these like really really powerful designers yeah. um, and artists were. Uh, would break down, like start crying because right. they would tell their story and they'd right. talk about like the, even the tough times. Yep. So it was really cool because you saw these people like us who were, you know, not quite at that level, but were aspiring to be there to see that they also were going through struggles right. as well. Yep. So there was this sort of familial, cathartic, connective yeah. um, part about um, speaking and hearing, you know, what these speakers had to say about yeah. their lives and yeah. how they succeeded and stuff. And so 
I thought maybe I could be a contributor of that because I love to bring people together. I Absolutely. love um, uh, to I, I love to connect with people. And so I thought maybe there was a lane for what I was passionate about, yep. which was the creative aspect of drawing yep. um, and anything that was had to deal with that because there's lots of different layers. There's lots of right. different different lanes when it comes to drawing, whether it's mural art. Yep. comic books, yep. lettering, et cetera. And so I thought maybe this could be something that would help me not only bring people together, but right. also would, you know, as a leader of a design company, it would help me become a better speaker, yeah, a better listener. Yep. Um, so I thought that there was some personal growth that I would get out of it as well, which I'm sure yeah. you probably yeah. see um, for yourself. And so that's what it's been. And I've been very, very fortunate to have some really heavy hitters yeah. in the design uh, world, like Milton Glaser, who's an iconic yeah. uh, graphic artist. Um, yeah. He's the, everybody knows him as the one who designed the I Love New York logo, yep. Yep. but he's, his, he's like a Picasso, like in terms of his talent, just yes. like very, very prolific. Um uh, in a wide variety of different disciplines, yeah. but then also like Luis, uh, Luis, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, Lisa Congdon, who's a, yeah. a very, very uh, impressive illustrator, graphic artist, uh, and Disney animators like John Pomeroy, producer Don Hahn. I just interviewed Jessica Hish, who's an incredible lettering artist, um, one of the young young guns of like that brought that that style back yep, like yeah. lettering art was not really a thing yeah. it was a dying it was it basically died. a dinosaur yeah, until yeah. like maybe 15 20 years ago and she yeah. was a part of that um she was one of those catalysts um right so i've only done 52 interviews in that span yeah and that's largely because it takes a lot um i am really busy with my branding company yeah and then I've got my Bernie Wilds, which I'm, yeah. we probably will talk about. But so when I find time to do it, it's yeah. it's pretty amazing. So I love the fact that even though nobody really knows the podcast that right. much, um, we've gained some traction. We're doing pretty well, I would yeah. say. But it's pretty cool to see how many of these heavy hitters have quickly said yes. And so, yeah. you know, it's pretty awesome. What I love too is uh, when you said you started in 2019, you started a podcast before everybody started. Like everybody started a podcast that's which pretty interesting yeah. essentially and it's it's so funny because if you think about it everybody who says that they've had their podcast since 2020 or 2021 or whatever it was it's rare very rare to hear 2019 or 2018 or right. even farther back because those were you are one of those people that jumped on it fairly quickly to kind of get into it yeah i think maybe i was i probably would have never started a podcast yeah. probably if it wasn't for my buddy Max Trujillo, who yeah. um, has the North Carolina Food and Beverage podcast, really popular podcast, I yep. definitely highly suggest it if you're interested in, if you're a foodie, and yep. particularly from North Carolina or appreciate yeah. food from here. Um, and we just had Felicia on too. You did, yeah. She was and fantastic. I knew, I was actually introduced to Max through Felicia because okay. we, Felicia and I, because she's food photographer, yep. we work together on projects yep. um, in my with my branding company. Um and that's how we formed the place where we work at called the yep. kitchen, the studio space. Yep. And uh, anyway, so he had his podcast there and as, um, as our friendship developed and just yep. being in the same space together, we would have a lot of like late night jam sessions. You know, that's we awesome. got, we got a little bar in our office. Yeah. So there'd be like, Hey, five 30, everybody leaves, <laughs> but let's have a couple of drinks and, yeah. you know, and talk about the day. And so that was, 
really the catalyst. And then, as I mentioned before, all those other things started to come into play too, yep. as to maybe I could bring some value into the, into yeah. the, into the ecosphere of, of yep. podcasts. So, yep. um, yeah, that's, that definitely, um, helped. I love the aspect as you were talking about too, how it's cathartic. There's such beauty in storytelling and in, in podcasting that I don't think people think about a lot, but, um, I think it's so cool to hear everybody's his story, how they got started, where they are today, the journey, the bumps in the road that they got to go, they had to go through. I think that's the beautiful part about having interviews like this, podcast episodes like this, because it is cathartic because you're sitting here, you're like, I'm not the only one, or I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's not just me going through these struggles or somebody who is here went through far worse than that I have been through to get to where they are. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's beauty in that. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, again, like that was one of the reasons why I thought maybe I could experiment with this. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. Like pretty early on, I had um, some Oprah moments, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. Like, like not in, not in a cheesy way or anything like that. Yeah. Like, wow, that this is the power of this, of yeah. this tool. Yep. Uh, but to your point, I mean, I definitely think that... Um, if you're listening, you're going to find, you know, hopefully the, 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 the hope for a host yeah. and producer of a podcast, you, your hope is that you're going to, um, get people to be inspired by yep. just maybe words of wisdom yep. of like how to X, Y, and Z, but then also, you, you know, like you say, I mean, I think that there's something really beautiful about like, yeah, podcasts, I think, especially during lockdown, you know, as yeah. you were saying, yeah. I mean, you know, people were isolated in their homes and I think this created an opportunity for people to continue to work, but also to feel yeah. connected. Yep. Um, to everybody in the outside world. Yeah. Everybody in the yeah. outside world. And also, you know, for, in particular for, to hear it, like you say, for people who are, yeah. you know, the, at least the perception is, is, you know, they're killing it. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's nice to see like, wow, those are the struggles that they go through. Absolutely. I've got those too. Maybe this, I mean, a lot of times I think hearing struggled stories is helps inspire you to absolutely keep, to keep going. Absolutely. I think, uh, I've, I started and I interviewing, you know, friends and everything like that to just kind of get, get it started. Um, but I, it slowly turned into, okay, what am I interested in? Where did like, what aspects? And then people started asking me questions about who would you talk to for this and who would you talk to for this? And so it's been cool to kind of go down that journey, but also to your point, tell help get some other stories so other people can be like okay here's what i can go do or here are some other avenues i can go take that maybe i haven't thought of beforehand so it's it's cool to hear from the listeners as well where they want to explore um because i don't want to lock this down just to one topic you know what i mean like i want to i want to make sure that everybody is uh is being heard and not catered to, but is at least being heard uh, yeah. in a way. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's great. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I want to hop to Bernie Wilds. What a awesome name, first of all. Yeah, thanks. I absolutely oh, love boy. the name. It was a struggle getting there because we actually had another name and then we found out mm -hmm. there was another sauce that had something very similar and I had already started all the branding. Oh my gosh. And so, and plus it, I built an yeah. emotional concrete wall around it. Yeah. So when I heard that I needed to really change it, I mean, I had a little bit of a breakdown breakdown. Yeah. yeah I went through like hundreds of, I mean, everybody on the team knows I, 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 I 
I used all the same branding, yeah. but just filled in different potential names, names, different names, different names. And it wound up being Bernie Wilds, which I love it though. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's way better than the original one it's I had. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It's it pretty really fucking cool. Yeah. Is. I got really lucky, really lucky. Can you, uh, so you've got the sauce. Wait, can I say something really quick? Yes, about go that? ahead. Um, to all those people listening to the point of like, you know, the struggles, right? The yeah. struggle. That is a perfect example of like, you know, when we struggle, yeah, many times something better comes out of it's it. So of it. hold on tight to that. Yeah. That's is a perfect example yeah. of yeah. what I was struggling big time with that. Yeah. And it wound up being better in the long yeah. run. So yeah. hold steady. When I think even to, to that point, if when we, you want to hold on to something and you can't, yeah, there's something pretty cool out there. Like it, it's a hard business decision, but there's usually something else pretty cool on the other side of that that you're like, that's even better. Yeah. And I got lucky that it was before, cause we did a Kickstarter campaign and it was okay. just before we got the Kickstarter campaign going. Okay. So if we had gotten the Kickstarter campaign to get the funds, to get it produced yeah. with the old name, yeah. it would just wouldn't have been, been a right shit show. So. Yeah. But you've got the sauce, but you've also got um, the graphic, each state's graphic designs. What I love about that is that you, it's national park. You give back to the national parks there. Um, set the, what, how did Bernie Wilds come to be on top of everything else that you do? Yeah. Um, so actually, you know, cause I have a branding company called MRC and yep. we're in downtown Raleigh. Um, and we were, we're very entrenched in the food and beverage um, um, arena. Yep. And so as a result, we've done a lot of um, brand projects for restaurants, breweries, yep. um, et cetera. But one thing that we were a little, you know, we, we didn't have enough of and we wanted to do a lot more of was yeah. the CPG market, the consumer packaged good yep. market. So we're talking about like bottle, you know, like health and beauty, sauces, yeah. snacks, those things we were really excited about, but we hadn't really gotten many clients to, yeah. to dip into that. And so we thought, well, well, why don't we do some exercises where we're concentrating on creating a case study for ourselves right. and then using it as promotion. So right. we wound up doing that. And um, one of the ones, we had two that we did. Okay. One was a C CBD. Okay. CBD brand. And then the other one was a, a hot sauce brand. Okay. And I wanted to do a hot sauce brand because yeah. I loved all the fun illustrations yes. that you see, like with a f like flames kind of yes. coming out of their ears yeah. or, you know, their heads exploding. I was like, yeah. hmm, that could be cool. <laughs> and so anyway, I had a, a chef friend that um, was kind of doing some stuff with us at the kitchen. And I thought, okay. why don't we pull him in, him in with our vision and yep. maybe he can craft something for us. And okay. he did. Um, and then that wound up being like, you know, a 10 out of 10, like almost at its inception when right, we first right. tasted it. And, um, anyway, so we did that and then we, we, at the kitchen where, you know, Max and, and Felicia are our partners, yep. we, every year we would have something called the happy hour. Okay. And so that was five days, like one week filled with, yeah. Um, uh, a bartender who would serve free drinks and then uh, a, a restaurateur or a chef would do like Very cool. lots of, you know, fun bites. Yeah. It was a big party every single night. I mean, awesome. woo, I didn't get a lot of sleep, but I had a <laughs> hell of a lot of fun every time we did those. We're going to try and do one for our five-year anniversary, but that's awesome. Um, anyway, so we did like a taste test there. Yeah. And this was like, this was like maybe 10 days before lockdown. Yeah. Oh God. And so we got, so we got, 
everybody to taste it. Like, wow, this is amazing. And the branding's cool. We had like mock-up <laughs> labels. It was really exciting. And, and so we were like, mm, maybe we got something here. Yeah. And then, and it was funny too, because like at the party, people were like, ah, it's COVID. And they were like elbow shaking, you know? And so little did we know, little did we know. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so then, um, then lockdown happened. Yeah. And it was very interesting because like when lockdown happened, you know, nobody was going to restaurants. Right. And I wasn't doing, and I love going to restaurants. I love, you know, I'm big foodie, obviously. And, but I had Bernie's in my fridge and I realized that I was like, dabbing it on everything i was was, and i was like oh my god this is (laughs) you know we didn't know fully what kind of quality we had as far as like how much how versatile it was right and so we wound up um you know just from being stuck at home i kept using it with everything i was like put frozen food and you know i would and i was like (laughs) god it's amazing on everything so i was like okay it's starting to get slower because you know we were doing a lot of restaurant work I was getting nervous, but I wanted to keep the team busy. And I was like, that's it. We're going to do a Kickstarter campaign. Bernie Wilds. Bernie Wilds. And um, and that was tough. That was tough because we, yeah. were, we were trying to raise $10,000. We were like, wow. are we going to be able to do this? Yeah. So we ramped up everything and got it going. And okay. um, and luckily, just a couple of days before, which is what we had been hearing, you know, yeah. usually it's the last push. You usually get over the edge, but we yeah. didn't know, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, got it into production and um, started going to like markets. And now yep. we're in Weaver Street Market. Very cool. We're in Harmony Farms in okay. North Raleigh off of Creedmoor. Okay. We're at Donovan's Dish. We're at Brighter Day in Savannah, Georgia, where I went okay. to art college. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're just pushing it as much as possible. Yeah. It's, That's fantastic. Yeah. And then of course, wrapping around all of that, Bernie Wiles, I'm sorry, I'm going along, no, kind of long winded about it, but, um, you know, it was cool because when we did the Kickstarter campaign, we needed to do a bunch of rewards yeah. and being designers as we are and illustrators. And I'm a big illustrator, you know, that's one of my main things is, uh, we decided to do like digital comic book and yeah, stickers yeah. Yeah. and I was just going to do a 10 panel digital comic book people could download as a reward. That's it wound awesome. up being like 75 pages. And I wrote this long, elaborate, <laughs> ridiculous story uh, called Bernie Wilde's uh, um, Escape from the Fumara. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and then we got an animator who's like, this really fan, you know, like very highly acclaimed right. um, animator named Tony White to do this run cycle, which is basically okay. just an animation of him running with a pepper. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was just awesome. So we're just, yeah. ha- it's, we're just having fun with art, but, yeah. but there is a message too, which is like the whole ecocentric, yep. um, yep. about helping save the planet, but not yeah. this doom and gloom thing. It's yeah. like, Hey, let's be excited yeah. about saving the planet. It doesn't yeah. have to be that. It's all about your perception. Yep. Yep. And so the whole thing of like live a little, which is our, was our slogan, Yeah. Which is, you know, this idea of like, hey, try this hot sauce. Come on, live a little, live a little. Right? you know. Yeah. And but then it spread out into this thing about like living a bigger life, stepping yeah. into your out of yeah. your comfort zone. Yep. So yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. I'm like, woo wee, baby. Do yeah. I have enough time to do this? But um, <laughs> but it is really fun. It's a passion project. And yeah. so that's where that I think the passion projects end up being like we question them all the time. We're like, is this like, do we have time for this? But I think they're sometimes the most worth it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you learn so much too. I mean, yeah. here's the thing: like, from as as brand designers, yep. we knew that this was going to be a great case study. Yep. And and thankfully, it has. We've gotten a lot more yeah. consumer packaged goods 
projects now, yes. which, you know, it's great. It's fantastic. So um, you put it out in the world and, and it, you know, the world will respond. Absolutely. Um, and, but the other thing is, is that from a brand design perspective yeah. and an owner's perspective, now I have inside emotional understanding of yeah. how difficult it is for consumer packaged good companies to survive. Yeah. And so it's not just coming from the outside going, yeah. oh, we'll design you something fancy. It's yeah. like, no, we get it. Yeah. We get how hard it is. We the understand. struggle is real. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you what we learned and how you can maximize it. Yeah. So that was definitely a big, big bonus yeah. um, and continues to be. Yeah. It's so funny. It, I've we have subscription boxes today now and everything. And one that I always uh, get every season is FabFitFun. And uh, it's a fantastic brand, but they source all of these different lifestyle, fitness, jewelry, skincare products. Um, and I always, whenever I unbox, I always pay attention to the packaging. I could care less what the actual project, what the actual product is, but I am a paying attention to the box, the colors, how they put whatever the design look is on it. I it's what I pay attention to the most. I'm like, I could care less what the product is sometimes, but listen in folks, <laughs> the stuff is, it works. It does. And I'm like, I automatically, I remember the two skincare products I got from this last box because of the branding, the branding. Yeah. I yeah, love it. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. I think that people don't, a lot of times don't understand the power of that. Oh God. Yeah. And I think, I think actually people do understand, but I think when you're producing it yourself, yes. um, it can be a little intimidating yes. because it is, it, it, it is a lot of investment yeah. to not only from a financial standpoint, but also from a strategic standpoint. It's not a to, short project. No, no. You really have, you have to think about this from the long view. Yes. And, um, and understand that you're building an ecosystem that needs to be consistent. Yes. Um, exciting yep. and, um, and informative yep. and, uh, people will see the thing is, is like, I always sort of like equate it to like, you know, um, there's, there's lots of hands up in the air, yeah. trying to grab your attention, yeah. waving around. And you need to figure out a way to, um, to cut through the clutter. Yeah. And there's nothing better than great brand design and oh. brand storytelling yeah. to woo your customer, yeah. uh, amongst all the noise, because yeah. really the, the biggest and the best, uh, businesses out there are paying yeah. very, very high attention yep. to branding. Yep. If you're a company out there trying to sell your product, yep. I guarantee you as an individual owner, CEO, or whoever, marketing person, you're attract, you're just pay attention. You're very attracted yes. to yes. high quality looking brands yep. and storytelling. Yep. So you've got to do the same thing. Yep. So totally hear that. My last job, we went through a whole branding. We completely rebranded. Nice. Uh, and I had never been a part of that, never had an appreciation for branding before, but we went through the process and I came out absolutely fascinated. And I think what I came out fascinated with is I'm looking at all these different companies and how they're doing their branding and so forth. And I became really, you know, we live in a great sports sports city here. We, we have some great teams. 
I became super interested in terms of how sports teams brand and how they approach branding an entire, an entire organization from the merchandise they sell to what we see on social media to the jerseys that the guys wear on their backs. It's fascinating to me just what goes into an overall brand concept going through it. You come out and you're like, it's like your eyes open a little bit to, okay, there's a much larger and deeper process per business, per comp, whatever it may be, per company, per organization. It's so fascinating. To yeah, me. it is. And I think, I mean, I think if, if I could grant any business person or even just anybody in general, I mean, yeah. it's the beauty of like, like streaming where yes. you get to see like documentaries to show yeah. the inside process of like yes. any creation of anything. Yep. If I could grant that to everybody to see, I mean, and I yeah. think that's one thing we're trying to do now is like, we're just, um, we just rebranded a, you know, fairly large, small restaurant. Okay. Uh, it's got multiple locations yeah. and we're thinking now about like, how are we going to roll this out? And yeah. one of the things is we want to show like the behind the scenes of like how we did all this, how much yeah. work goes into it, yeah. how much thought and care gets put into it. That's cool. And I think it's important for other people to see. Yeah. And it not only, I mean, you know, important, you know, if you're a decision maker, but right, like, right. it's also just really fascinating, It is, you know, um, especially in the advent, I mean, you know, just dipping into this right now, I mean, in the advent of like AI where it's just, oh, it's so easy. Let's just go ahead and, um, yeah. you know, but the 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 human element and the thought and all that kind of yeah. stuff i think is is pretty pretty it's pretty amazing yeah. so i'm glad you got to experience yeah. that so mrc where are you seeing people come and be like holy shit we had no idea that we needed this for our company or business um most of the time if they are full in they already know okay but i will say that like like to um last week we got a um a, a review from the okay. the person that we the who's the ceo of of the company or the okay. president okay. that um we did the rebrand for and i mean it was pretty it was it was just a it made my heart feel really good because yeah. it was just like this overjoyed yeah. Um, feeling of like, you know, like, I can't believe what they just yeah. did, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't, um, I think generally, I think people maybe don't understand how much goes into it until yeah. they see like a brand presentation, like, all right, y'all buckle up, you know, we're going to yeah. show you this brand identity update. Yep. Um, and I, and usually it's like a hundred pages. Yeah walking through the process yeah um and you know usually people need a nap afterwards because like whoa that's a lot of stuff it's right font size it's i think at that point everything. maybe to answer your question i think at that point that's where people really see wow they just you know this is what it this is what all in means yeah um so i think maybe that's the point it's at the yeah. very end yeah. at first you know you might have people going like why is it that expensive yeah um, so, but it's because we're all in, it's like, yeah. we're as passionate about it as they are, you know, if not sometimes more, yeah. um, I yeah. think it's so anyway, yeah. So that's probably it. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's so fascinating because like I said, we went through the whole process and I came out and I'm like, wow. Yeah. How long was it for, what, how long was the process? I think at least four months. It was four months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just brand identity. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's it's hard too because when you have executives that are very opinionated and kind of just take forever to make up their minds, you're like, we have a deadline we have to get through, yeah. guys. We got we got to keep moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, with this latest rebrand um, that will roll out, you guys can follow us at MRC yep. um, Design. I think it's Design Studio. We just changed it on Instagram, but um, and then you find us on LinkedIn and all that kind of stuff. But um, is they had, they were in a little bit of a rush because okay. they had this menu, this new menu roll out, roll yeah. out with yeah. new items and stuff. And they were wanting to get it done really, really fast, yep. like unreasonably fast. Yep. And we told them, you know, if we pump the brakes, slow down a little, you know, uh, let's do this right. Yeah. You know, because we're talking about now and into the future and you don't want to rush yeah. that. So, um, that was the president we were talking to. Yeah. And he's like, you know, if I need to, I'll get this done in two weeks. And I'm like, you don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. So it took me kind of going back and forth with him to, you know, to get him to understand that, you know, it's, it's not, it's really important that you don't rush the process. Yeah. So we did meet him where he want, where he needed to be with some, yep. with certain things that he yep. needed to get like some billboard designs and Absolutely. he wanted to have the new logos up. He had this billboard, you know, yeah. set of billboards that he wanted to get done before Easter. And yeah. so I said, well, we'll create badass yep. billboards, but with the current logo, yeah. it's fine, yeah. you know, and then we'll continue developing the new brand. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So it's, you know, I think it's always important that, that yeah. executives are, um, you know, that we understand where the executives are, where, yeah. where, where, where their pressure points are priorities and from a timeline perspective yeah. and, you know, making sure they feel heard, yep. but also making sure that they're, you know, you know, listening to what's practical and what actually makes sense right. from a brand, from a brand's side of things too, yes. you know, so yeah. it's a lot of to and fro. And in the yeah. beginning, when we do our discovery, there's a big kickoff meeting where we sit down for like a couple hours and just yeah. make sure we hear everything that they yep. have to say. Yep. So. It's so interesting um, because everybody has a, a opinions too. Like nobody's lined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what we do actually is we just tell it like before, cause we do this big brand questionnaire. It's yeah. like, you know, smart 50 questions of, you know, talking about their the audience, yeah. their their hopes and dreams, their tone, yeah. personality, their expectations, um, their competitors. Yeah. Um, and you know, the 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 important thing that we're trying to do is discover as much as humanly possible. Yes. Um, what it is that needs to be uh delivered at the end of the day that where people feel really yep. satisfied and you know, like we when we build brand identities, it's a, it's a calorie dense, you know, we yeah. want a lot of like nutritional value and yeah. what they're getting out of it so that they can spread out yep. um, in a lot of different directions. And so are you, are you guys more working more local or are you seeing outside of North Carolina as well? We're more local. I would okay. say, um, I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, we do love helping. I mean, the good news is that North Carolina is such a great state in general. So many great businesses yeah. are over here and growing and yes, Economy is growing yep. here and people are moving here. Businesses, I so mean, many hell, people. Apple, I mean, you know, Google, Google. I yeah. mean, so as a result of that, there's lots of smaller businesses that are coming here too. Yep. Um, that are strong and wanting to grow. Yeah. So I like that, but I also do um, have uh, hopes and dreams of getting more uh, brands that are not in North Carolina. We do yeah. have a fair share. Like we have yeah. Lollaman is one of them. They're like a, they're like a uh, bioscience okay. company, okay. but they one of their divisions is um, 
creating um, um, uh, brewery ingredients. Love it. Um, so they um, they have all kinds of hops and all cool. kinds of, like, and they're cool. really really high end with yeah. their technology and how they're you know how they're creating new things to yeah um, you know to to that are cutting edge, I guess right. makes right. it easier for brewers to, to make unique flavors yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, would love to do that more and I'm yeah. sure that will happen. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I love even talking with Felicia. Mm -hmm. I love the localness of, I mean, I, I say it all the time to everybody. Like I love Raleigh. I've, I was born and raised here. Yeah. Nice. You can't beat it. No, I, no, it's I'm beautiful. Two hours from the beach, two hours from the mountains, professional sports everywhere. It's I'm pretty thrilled. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And it's grown so much in the past so 10 much. years. I remember like maybe 15 years ago, Yeah, I was talking with um, a customer, um, uh, not a customer, a, cl a client. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, who, you know, it was in California and they were like, yeah. you don't even have a Southern accent. You know, I'm like, I get that all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, what do you want me to talk yeah. like this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so yeah she she kind of laughed it off but and and i think it's just the mis mis misconception yeah. misperception and i think that is changing too yeah. as people more people come from northeast yeah. and west coast yep. and stuff like that i get all the time I'm, i get the same thing they're like you don't have an accent and i'm like i get angry and it comes out they're like, <laughs> it's like my i'm like i'm like yeah. so that we have to get you angry here i'm like well i don't suggest it but yes it's like, I'm like bruce banner you wouldn't like me when yeah i'm, angry. I'm like i wouldn't recommend it but sure if you want to see it yeah, i mean yeah. we could bring it out um, <laughs> say something about my mama yeah i was like say something really <laughs> threatening to me and i'll see what i can do for you uh my last question for you is just what inspires you um what inspires me is a uh, curiosity i think okay um i don't know if that's the kind of answer you're looking for no, but it's that, good. i i'm uh, i am a very curious person yeah um, and so I think I'm easily inspired because Love I'm it. constantly wanting to know, um, about this amazing world and this yeah. amazing life yeah. that we have. Um, and that drives me, uh, like crazy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I got to have an insatiable appetite for learning about the world and people, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. I wanted to just sit down and get to know who you were, you know, yeah, we yeah. didn't get a chance to do that, but <laughs> uh, maybe we will at some yes. point, but yeah, I would say curiosity is what drives me. People, yeah. you know, good people, yes, um, loving people, I yeah. think are, you know, are really important to me. Yeah. Um, and I gravitate towards them. Yeah. I love, um, it's so funny because I, you know, I've been a big reader my whole life. As I got older, I'm like, I love reading about people and about people's lives and what they no matter what it is i'm like i love it like i love doing that stuff because it's like that it's still that curiosity of like how did they get to be doing what they're doing today or how did how did how are they this way or that way and it's it's so interesting to me um but yeah i have a whole a whole collection in my office of just biographies like, uh, and autobiographies really? yeah that's awesome i'm so curious I'm such a slow reader. I, I admire that yeah. so much. I yeah. wish I could do it. Um, I wish I could. I wish I could be like that. Yeah. I love to read books, yeah. but it just takes me takes so you forever. long. Takes yeah. me so long. Yeah. yeah. Audiobooks. It's good. That's true. I walk around sometimes when I just can't, like, it's hard for me to actually read it. I'll just walk around and listen to it. Yeah. 
doing stuff around the house or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. yeah. I th maybe it, maybe if I would add another issue I have is that I get like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to listen to something else now. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's hard. It's yeah. hard for me to come. Maybe yeah. that I do think there's probably some ADD that's maybe a slight superpower of mine because <laughs> that's why I do all the yeah. things I do. Yeah. I think I would probably guess that a lot of entrepreneurs are, yeah. um, are, have some sort of what yeah. clinically they would say are ADD. ADD. Yeah. My mind, like, it's hard for me to shut my mind off. I'm sure it is for you as well with all the, but I, it's hard for me to go to sleep sometimes at night. Cause I'm like 50 million ideas in my mind. I'm like, I got to get it out some way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, unfortunately I should be going to bed at like nine or 10. I should be too. Uh, that's why I look so sleepy all the time. But, uh, you know, that, that I usually don't go to bed until 12. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. It's... I'm just like, I'm not ready to go to bed yet. And I try, I try just to like sit and read a, a chapter of my book every night and like, I do it, but I'm still sitting there. I'm like, Oh my God. And I like, my sister knows too. I keep a pen and pencil and a notepad beside my bed at night. Cause I'm like, I got it. If something comes to mind, I'm like, it's just better for me to have it there and it that. is yeah otherwise you'll forget it yes. and and sometimes it's just that big winner that's going to yeah. make a big difference yeah yeah or uh, i'm totally going to forget it when i wake up in the morning and i'm like oh <laughs> exactly. there it is right there right beside me yeah well mike i can't thank you enough for actually sitting down here with me yeah. today and getting to do this in person um all of mrc bernie wilds the pencil pushers the kitchen all their socials gonna be linked down below so you guys could go check it out and follow and follow Mike. Uh, but I just can't thank you enough for uh, joining me today. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Great to great to talk to you for yes, a little bit. Yes, absolutely. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.